ועם המשפוטים השטוסים לפניהם. So Chazal tells us that there's a special gilui here, asher tosem lufneyem v'loi lufneyem v'de kechovim. You shouldn't bring it to Goyi Shebezim. The Gemara says that even if you, even if you find such a Bezim that governs Bedine Yisrael, still and all, don't bring it to them. So all the Mephoshim ask, What's the Havamina? Where else do you find in the Torah a Havamina that you should go to the Goyim? To get a Psakaloch, you should go to the Goyim. There's many, many different uh, Tehutsim given. But I want to be marked of this to an idea, to a Yisoyed Choshev from the Al Shech which is Mamish, uh, Mamish and Lightning. Rashi brings down the famous Chazal on the words Asher Tosim Lufneim that you should make it very clear. Tosim Lufneim, you should put it in front of them, make it exceedingly clear. So the so the Chazal say, not the way you think. You may think, I'll tell it to them once or twice. They'll get the basic idea. And it's enough. So to burn some no. Make it like a shulchan oroch. I say ki shulchan oroch shemuchan lechol. Make it like a table that's ready to be eaten. Meaning, very clear. It should be 100% clear. Remember I once told one of my chaverim, I used to go to Rav Shlomo Zalman's shiurim whenever possible. So I told him this vote. I said, when you go, when you go, when you used to go to Shlomo Zalman, here is Shiurim. He fed you the Gemara. He fed you a Gemara like a mother feeds a tinnik. You know, you ever saw a mother feeds a tinnik? They give the baby the spoon of applesauce. There's a little bit drips out on the side. They, they hop that as well. Nothing is missing. That's how I used to feel. I used to have a note just to listen to Shlomo Zalman read a Gemara that I could have seen a hundred times. Just hear him read it. I said, He would feed you the sugya. So Rashi seems to be saying, this chazal, that there's a havamine, a havamine, that Moshe should just give them a clumsy lecture, more or less. Right? More or less. No. Make it like a shulchan aruch the cash is boiled. Everybody understands on your own what's difficult. What's the Havamina? What in the world is the Havamina here? Moshe is thinking, Moshe Rabbeinu, the Havanavim, the Spakal Yamira, he's, he's going to give us over Chesh and Mishpat, more or less. Basic. Tehibish has to tell him, no. Not the way you think. When you go through Chesh and Mishpat, if there's, if there's anywhere in Alokha, don't even know because you tell him a little bit from Bava Kameh, Bava Metziah, Bava Basra. This is not something you do Pachas Yeza. One sugi of Shechunah Gavoy, which is a, a half a simon in Shulchan Aruch, you could spend two months in Yeshiva on that sugi and still not get claw. Right? So what Moshe thought he could just more or less just go through it like this. Moshe, just one, two, three. 
what's, 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 what is going on? If it's Moshe Rabbeinu's Havamina, it means it's a Shtaka Havamina. That's what it means. It's not Stama Havamina. It's a Shtaka Havamina. The Brunish wants to tell him, no. It's such a good Havamina that the Abish to be quoted in the Torah that we should know the Havamina in the Maskana. The Torah had to record our Shatosim Mufnayim because we would make the same mistake. That's a Havamina we would have also. So if the Stama conversation between Moshe and Rabbeinu Shalom. We don't have to learn about it. But the Abishta recorded this in the Torah that we should know don't think don't think more or less here. Go through it quickly, one, two, three, not really understanding it well. Negate Vaita. What's going on? Oh, it's a plea. Another difficulty, this already the Al-Shachar Kodesh this next question. He asks a question. Pasha's Mishpatim starts with the Kenyan of Evadivri. So, many of the Mephoshim ask, why do we start with Evadivri? What's the kunst for Evadivri? Why is Evadivri the introduction to Pasha's Mishpatim? I was actually learning with the Balabatim last night, and I told him that if you think about it, Evadivri, Evadivri is mamish, such an unlikely scenario. Any Evadivri. Mr. Evidivri is one in one, one in a door. Evidivri Mahur Bezn? That means you're talking about somebody who stole, who doesn't have a penny, none of his relatives have money, he gets sold as an Evidivri, Mahur Bezn. Nimka Bignevosi has to be that he, he's worth what he, what he stole. I mean, you're talking, about, you're talking about a scenario that could come up once in 2,000 years, could be. Yeah? So that's how you stop Parashas Mishpat. That's how you start off Parashas Mishpat. What's that luck of a guy who's hanging off the, the George Washington Bridge and lightning hit him and he fell back on and what's that luck? I understand. It could happen. So this should be on the, the end, the end of Chosh Mishpat in, in a footnote that if you have this crazy thing, Peel Shabola Kfifa Mitzlis. Right? We don't start saying the tires with the Shaila about an elephant that swallowed up a basket and it came out from the other side. If it's Makabal Tumor, it's Kleglolim. We don't start with that Shaila because elephants don't swallow uh, generally baskets. And if they do, it doesn't come out the other side complete. So if we started saying the Tahas and the first Halacha in, in, in Mesechus Kalim would be Kfifa Mitzri, Shabo Appeal, then everywhere we go, what's going on here? Right? If it be at the end of Uks, and I says, I give some abhaisen, but Parshas Mishpatim is giving us an example that's equivalent to an elephant swallowing a basket coming out the other side. Why is Parshas Mishpatim stuck like that? Why are you starting with something that's, that could, that I'm not saying can't happen. I'm not saying can't happen. Doesn't happen. Kimat never happens. Tasha HaKadosh is a different question. He asks, why does it say Kisik Nevet Ivri? We have a whole shock of a tire in Chazal. What does Evet Ivri mean? Is it Avdo Yishol Ivri? Maybe it means Evet Kanani. It's a whole shock of a tire in the Gemara. How do we know we're talking about Evet Ivri? Maybe we're talking about you bought an Evet Kanani who was owned by an Ivri, which is the way you would read it. Kisik Nevet. 
Eved, Ivri, the Eved, the slave of a Jew. Right? Doesn't say Eved Ho Ivri. Eved Ivri, the slave of a Jew. Chazal go back and forth how we know we're talking about an Eved Ivri. Fekta Al Shachakolish. Say what you mean. Say Kisikna, Eved. Kisikna, Ivri. Then, then there'd be no question. Kisikna, Ivri. If you buy an Ivri. For stop in the Gansa Shtikotega. Now it says Kisikna, Eved, Ivri. Now we don't know. Bama Medubar. And the whole Shach of Italian Chazal. What's going on? Another question that Al-Sheikh asks, why does the Prophet have to say, Sheishonim Yavod? Avad. The Prophet should say, Bashvi is Yetzeh. The only Chiddush here is that he leaves by Shemitah. Not Shemitah, but the seventh year, whenever it is. Tzish Shemitah. That's also the Targum Yenison. Tzish Shemitah. But, you follow what I'm saying? Why does the Torah have to say, Sheishonim Yavod? Of course, he bought an Evet. He says he works. Another question the Mephoshim ask is it should say, Ubashviz to Shalchanim. The seventh year you send them out. What? It says, It's like, He goes out. You should say, You should send them out. Like in other places in the Torah, where it talks about every leaving, it says Shiluach. First mitzvah we got in Mitzrayim was Shiluach Avodim. By Hanukkah. But here the Torah doesn't use the phrase Tishalchenu. The Torah says that Yetzay comes Bishvius, Yetzay. Not you should send them out. So, the Alshech HaKadosh says a Gewaldic Yisoyed. The Yisoyed of the Alshech, I think, answers another tremendous plea. If you look in the Seder Advarim of where Parashas Mishpatim is found, you'll find, you'll find two pleas. Number one, Parashas Mishpatim is found in between Matan Torah and Parshas Tchumet. And even though Lachayr, we finish learning by Matan Torah and Parshas Yisroi, for some reason, the Gemara of Matan Torah is brought at the end of Parshas Mishpat. The whole famous Nasa Venishma is in this parish. The Nasa Venishma is not found in Parshas Yisroi. Nasa Venishma is found in our parish. The, 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 the Dam. Hatzal's Domin, which was part of the Geras of, of, of Klai Yisrael, is found in this week's parish. The end of this week's parish. Chosh to complete You have Matan Torah. All of a sudden you have Parshas Mishpatim. And then you go from there, you go to, you go to uh, Matan Torah, back to Matan Torah. Same thing based on Migdash. Chisala al-Masam Ezbechi, Parshas Mishpatim. Is preceded by a Pesach and Parshas Yisrael. It talks about the Beis Hamikdash. Talks about the Mizbeach. Then you have Parshas Mishpatim. Yemotz, we go back to Parshas Trumah, back to Beis Hamikdash. 
Because this kash I'm asking you, Chazal already asked. Chazal say, we learn out from him, Malamed, that you put the Bezdin Eitzalam is Beach. That the Mizbeach is, is a place where you're supposed to put the Sanhedrin. Sanhedrin should be by the Mizbeach. Chazal. The obvious question is, and that's, that's why it's sandwiched between Loisal and Malas al and Pasha's Thumah to tell you that this is where it belongs. This is where it belongs. So it bothered me, bothered me two questions on this point. Number one, and I'll just tell you one because one of them is endless. I'll just tell you the main thing about it. All over, whenever we dash in a smichas, you don't need a smichas from both Stadim. If you just want to teach me that the Sanhedrin, that the that Parshas Mishpatim should be by the, by, by the Mizbeach, it's enough you put Parshas Mishpatim and Parshas Truma together. Like every smichas they have in Kalaterakula. Darshin and Smuchim in Kalaterakula. Right? Every Darshin and Smuchim. It's Machlik is Tanoim, when, yeah, when not. You don't have a sandwich. You don't have a klal plat to klal. You have it next to it. See, Parshas Mishpatim is found next to the Mizbech. It's Parshas Mishpatim, then Parshas Truman. But that wasn't sufficient for the Torah. The Torah put Parshas Mishpatim sandwiched in the middle. Why? The same thing the Torah did for Matan Torah. Because Rashi says, why does Parshas Mishpatim start with a vav? So Rashi, Vov Moisif Alinian Rishon. It's coming to say, Mari Shainis Misinai, Afeilu Misinai. Again, again, the Torah already connected it to Har Sinai. No, but the Torah wasn't happy with that. The Torah had to make Parshas Mishpatim a sandwich. Because half of Matan Torah, the Hatzaz Domim, Nasiv and Nishma, that's after Parshas Mishpatim. So we have the Kabos HaTorah, Asos HaDibus, before Parshas Mishpatim. Then we have Parshas Mishpatim. Yemos after Parshas Mishpatim, the end, you have again Kabbalah Satur, Nasev Nishma, and Al-Sas Why? So it's, it's, what I'm trying to tell you is it's much more than Stamas Michas. There's a stronger lesson that's being conveyed by the Torah Akdash. Much stronger lesson. Rabbi Yankiv Zatzal always used to say, in what way exactly, and the Al-Sheikh really answers Rabbi Yankov's kasha, Rabbi Yankov asked, Mishpatim is, is logical mitzvah. What's the difference Mishpatim? Mishpatim is logish, it's logical. So Rabbi Yankov always asked, when, we would, when he would give shir on Parshas Mishpatim, he would always ask the same question. The beginning of Mishpatim. He says, this is logish, this is logical, and he would go through an evidivri. You buy an evidivri. Okay? So you buy an evidivri. He's your evid. Right away, seventh year he's free. That's not sickly. I bought an evid. Why is he leaving? Right away, it's not sickly. Now, can't give my voice to evid. That means you can't have him put on your shoes. Yeah? You have an evid every. You can't put on your shoes. So you have a 90-year-old man, Rabbi Yankov always used to give the example, and he would go, when he was 90, he had no problems putting on his shoes. 
But a lot of times a person 90 years old needs some help with issues. So imagine you have a 90 year old man, okay? Just envision in your mind, a 90 year old man, he hires an evidentiary for a million dollars. So the first thing the Torah says is, okay, in six years you should be Zeich Barichas Yom, you 90 year old man. We hope you lift 120. You can need a bunch of more Avadim. Because in six years this guy's out of here. That's number one. That's the introduction. Okay. So he buys the guy, fine, six years a man. He wakes up the first morning, he comes out of bed. Moshele, my sheikh. Moshele sits down, he sits on the recliner. He goes, let me get shoes, that's not my job. Isig, of course, Isig, because that's kosher. Yeah? What do you mean, my job? I'm an evidentiary. Evidentiaries don't do the menial stuff. There's Radinsky. He's walking down there. Okay, so he opens up the window. Hey, Radinsky, I'm trouble with my shoes. Okay? I come in. I bend down. I spring on. And I see in the room that there's a guy on a recliner smoking an Isik. He looks very healthy. I say, Zedele. Who is this guy? Well, he's my evidently. So I was on my way to Yeshiva. Why do you, what am I doing here? What's with him? He can't do it. He's an evidently. I want to sign up. Where do I sign up for evidently? <laughs> I want to sign up there. The halacha is that you could sooner call a guy off the street to put on your shoes then inevitably. So the guy I paid him a million dollars for the next six years, he's on the, he's smoking on the recliner, taking cappuccino. Because there were two, there were two coffees. I had a regular coffee and not a cappuccino coffee. There was only one packet left. So when the, when the Zedler got up in the morning and he didn't get out of his shoes on, he came to the kitchen to get a coffee. He sees there's only one package left of cappuccino. He goes, okay, I'm taking it. David Ivory goes, no, I get the cappuccino. You get the regular coffee. Folgers. Actually, Pathmark. <laughs> I'm not telling you a joke. I'm telling you, Allah and Shulchanach. If there's two cappuccinos, then Zayd and Moshe can also have a cappuccino too. Not only is Evid. So meanwhile, I schlep in to help this old man with his shoes. He has his, his Evid on the recliner having a cappuccino. That's Mishpatim. That's Mishpatim. Doesn't make sense. So it came from Shabbat. Why is that a Mishpatim? That was Obiankov's cash. Obviously, I'm dramatizing. He doesn't, but that was his, more or less his point. This is this is sickly. This makes sense. This makes sense. Not only does it make sense, it's connected in other areas of Shulchan Aruch. What's that Aruch's There's a poor guy comes to my house and he wants a cup of coffee. I have to give him a cup of coffee. What's that Aruch if I have one cappuccino left? I can take the cappuccino. I come first. 
poor guy comes in and he wants a he wants a pillow. And I have two pillows. I have one pillow from mypillow.com, the pillow that adjusts to your neck and all of your kishkis. You could sleep until Mashiach comes on that pillow. And I have a regular pillow came from Walmart. Nebuchadnezzar. Pillow that doesn't adjust. The guy walks into my house. He says, I need a pillow. I say, fine. I pull out the, the Walmart pillow. He goes, no, no, no. I want my pillow that come. I tell him, I'm sorry. But my evidently says, I noticed you got a special delivery from Amazon. That special pillow. He said, that's my pillow. No, it's not. It's my pillow. Forgot I'm the evidently. Ich bin sir evidently. I get that pillow. What's going on here? It's almost like I ate him. The evidently says, I ate him. What's going on here? Yeah? My, my Adam never takes my pillow. Takes everything else, but not my pillow. <laughs> that was a joke. Anyway, Lamaisa, it's a pillow. It's a marafi cigarette. Mishpotim is marafi cigarette. So what's the tzachto? What's going on here? What's the pshat? The Alshach Hakodesh says a gavaldig yisait. To answer his question, he says also, why does it take he's sick never Not only do you have the kasha and the chazal ask that lechorik he's sick never means an evet of an ivri. He's not yet an evet. The twelfth grade we were learning yesterday the sugi and gitten and bekiyos. So we went through the whole sugi. If you have an ishtar shichur, you put in there the avdi called the chasa in the sugi avdi. So shy if it even works, right? Because you use a lotion evid there, maybe he's still an evid. He's not an evid, he is an evid. He was once an evid. So the Al Sheikh asks, the guy's not yet an evid. Should take his sickness every. What's his sickness every? He's not an evid yet. So, you, so you're putting in the wrong word, and it's just making us confused. The Al Sheikh says an unbelievably powerful word. Unbelievably powerful word. And that's really the insight of Parshas Mishpat. And it's not only in Mishpatim. It's in Kolat It's not only in, in Mominus. But Mominus is the Chiddush. It's everywhere it's like that. It's everywhere it's like that. The Arshach HaKodesh says, this guy that you bought, he's already in Evan Hashem. He's not available. He's not available. Avodahem. Zok the Halshech HaKadosh Ki Sikna Eved Ivri means he's already brought. It's like the Pesach is saying Ki Sikna Eved Hashem. That's Zok the Halshech. When it says Ki Sikna Eved Ivri it's not talking about you. No. You didn't buy somebody who's in your Eved. You bought somebody who's already in Meshubit who's already in Eved to the Rabbani Shalala. Mechatei you should do anything for you. He says, that's why it doesn't use a Lashon Neuchach. 
Why doesn't it say Sheishanim Yavodcha? It says Kisikna Lashanaychach, right? Direct Lashan. You brought the evidence to say for six years he works for you. It doesn't say that for six years he works because he's not your evidence. And because he's not your ever the Torah made all kinds of zichroinus to remind you he's not your ever. And while he's sipping the cappuccino on the recliner, you're reminded that's an Evid Hashem, it's not mine. He's an Evid Ivri, he's an Evid to the Rabbani He's not my Evid. He's an Evid to the Rabbani The Amos is, that's the Musa Haskel of Gantz Parshas Mishpat. I'm going to tell you now when you saw it, Rav Steinemann used to say this all the time, that's our cover between, it's very rare you could have such a word, it's our cover between a Chazanish and a Baal Shem Tev. The Chazanish said Pshan and a Baal Shem Tev. This I heard from Rav Steinemann. A Chazanish once came to the Chazanish. He found a, a Shlanga. A Shlanga was, was, a, was, a, was a coin. It was worth 50 putis. It was a little cheap coin. It's more than a puta, obviously. And he came to the Chazanish with a Shaila. If he's allowed to keep the coin. It's a Mishnah Bava Metziah. The Chazanish Shabbacha wasn't an Amaretz. He knew. It's his money. But he came to Chazanish with a Shaila. He said, Chazanish. I don't know, this is like a, a cheap coin. The whole reason why you're allowed to keep a coin and you don't have to worry about Yerushalayim, he does. The Gemara says, because person's always looking at this pocket. He notices. He says, I don't know if a person would notice this coin. So it could be to you, Shalemi Das. This was his Shiloh to the Chazanish. This is just the Chazanish. Chazanish told him he could keep it. So Chazanish he was an Erl Chazanish He said, but what talk if the guy wasn't Mayayish? So he told him, the Rabbani Shalman is giving this to you. This comfort the Rabbani Shalman. He spoke his Chassidish language. The Rabbani Shalman wants you to have this money. It's okay. Don't, wor- don't worry. Don't worry. Anyway, Chassidish said, Chassidish Shabbacha was Makayim. Zok down, Zok to Ravan Leib, that this Chassidish Shabbacha went to his Rebbe sometime later and he told him the mice he had with the Chassidish. And the Rebbe smiled. And the Rebbe told him that you should know what the Chazanish told you was about Shemtiv. Because in the beginning of Parshas Mishpotim, the Zohar HaKadosh says, Eila Mishpotim HaShotosim Lufneim, Zutoris Gilgulam. This is the Parsha of Gilgul. You know, Gilgulam. You know where a person can come back to the world again, he can come back to the world again. That's what the Zohar HaKadosh says. Right at the beginning of this week's Parsha. So the Baal Shemtiv asked, what is Gilgula? What's up with Gilgula? It's Gilgula. So the Chazanish said like, the, the Baal Shem Tev said like this. He said, we know in Chazal that if a person owes somebody else money, they have to come back. If somebody owes somebody else money and the person is not Michael them, they have to come back to the world to pay it back. They have to come back to the world to pay it back. Memela is up to Baal Shem. Sometimes you have it in Torah. Based on the you lose the dinter. But you know, Klapi Shmai, it's your money. It's your money. So how are you supposed to walk away from the best? Well, my it was my money. 
So that guy's a liar. He had himself a migul, or he was a muhzik, or whatever he had. See, he walked away winning. But I know the truth that it's my money. How am I supposed to deal with that? People don't like to be gypped. How am I supposed to walk away? Zok to says the Baal Shem, that's what the Zayr is saying. This money was owed to him. That's how you have to look at it. This money. Zuteris Gilgulta. From another Gilgul, you owe the money. The Chosid was so happy, so Ivan Leib said he came back to the Chazanish and he told him, this is that what the Chazanish told him is really uh, to Baal Shem. He assumed that's what the Chazanish meant. Chazanish smiled. He never heard this Baal Shem tif. He told the Bochel, he said, I'll tell you Pshat in the Chazanish, in the Baal Shem tif, how it fits with what, you, what happened to you. He says, what are you worried about? That the guy wasn't Miyayish. He says, the Pshat is very poshut. If the guy was Miyayish, if the guy wasn't Miyayish, the Pshat is, he taka owed you the money. If he would have been Miyayish, you would have been Zeicha from Hefker, he would have never gotten the payment back. Yeah. The Abish, the fear to vote, he was not Miyayish. He was not Miyayish. That way, Zutar is Gugulta. Now the money came back to its source. If he would have been Miyayish, then that money would have been Hefker, and when you picked it up, he, he still would owe you the money. But if he was not Miyayish, now it's Taka still in his pocket. Now when you got it, it's, it's, you got payment. Huh? Because you could assume the guy was Miyayish. You're worried. If he wasn't. You're worried in Teres Hanister. The Chesidah Shebocha was worried. Chazish was telling him, listen. You don't have to worry if the guy was or wasn't. The Chesidah Shebocha is coming on Teres Hanister. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But the emissaries, that, and I've seen this all the time, you could be macabre Torah from today till tomorrow. When it comes to moment, all of a sudden you have a whole misconstrued understanding of everything. The whole Shukhanar goes in the garbage. Even by us, even by B'nai Torah, we could sit and learn. When there's a Nagiyas moment, and everybody, you see it in a different way. Some people, it's subtle. It's a little bit, uh, they dray a little bit. Some people become animals over money. Rabbi said, there are families. Rahman and Lutzlan, I deal with this. That don't talk to each other. Brothers, sisters. For years, over money. Money can make a person into a monster. A son can say goodbye to his father for money. That's, that's, that's even less of a Kiddush. A father to a son, I even saw that also. That's already even a bigger Kiddush. Right? But the MS is that if a person looks at it, that that which is the Psaq Aloche, it's not my money. It's not my money. Hashem wrote some lawyer. Whatever the Shulchan says, whatever the Psaq Aloche is, that's what's supposed to be. The pshat is, then we see that you really makabal the Torah. Otherwise, by you, the Torah is just a, it's a joke. It's not a real Torah. It's a Nasev and Ishma, Nasev and Ishma. Do you say Nasev and Ishma on, on Momen also? Or by Momen you say, <laughs> he's a God of us. You have 25 
What's Nazav and Ishma? Nazav and Ishma means I'm ready to keep it without even Nazav and Ishma. Nazav and Ishma noch parashas mishpat. If you're not ready to say Nazav and Ishma parashas mishpatim, it's not a real Nazav and Ishma. It's fake. A real Nazav and Ishma means after parashas mishpatim, you say Nazav and Ishma. It means that when Bezin says you have to pay him, you say Nazav and Ishma. That's Emes. You come to the base Hamidish, you bring all the Kabbalists with Bani Shalom. I believe, I believe, I believe. Yeah, but the money is not like that. Tina Meitzelam is Beach. Ani Hashem Seine Gezel Boilo. That means that if a person's emuna, Kabbalist HaTorah, is, 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 is where it fits well with him, but, but then when he has rationale, then all of a sudden there's a whole new. Now he's being Makabal the Shekhin in Beis Hamidish. And now he's being Makabal the Torah. That's why Mishpatim is sandwiched in the middle. Sandwiched in the middle. It's a gate nisht. One thing doesn't go without the other. Everything is to a cheshman. And I want you to know, Rabbi Yisai, the G'doylem knew this like it's day. And I'm just going to tell you two, three little things to, to drill this point home, and we'll stop. Number one, there's a story I always tell you from Shlomo Zalman, but I never told you the, the, the end piece of it. Shlomo Zalman, that's how had a Talmud who was a Yosem. He got married in Tel Aviv, or somewhere near Tel Aviv. Shlomo Zalman spent several hours to get to Tel Aviv. Chasana. It's Masada Kedush. After the Chasana, there was a Bocha, or whatever it was, a driver was supposed to take him back. He said, I was Mishashev, I decided we're staying here. They were staying, the family was staying in like a hotel, or wherever they were staying, we're staying here. We're going to dive in with the Chasana tomorrow also. Shach was after the wedding. This is the Chav Shlom Yizalman. He has other things to do. It wasn't Mishpacha. Anyway, the next day when he left, he explained why he stayed. He said, why did he stay? He said, a chosen, after he gets married, he counts the money that he made by the chosen. It sounds like a joke. I tell this to every chosen. You're going to do the same. You're going to come back from the chosen. You're going to go with your kala to the hotel. First thing is you're going to count the money. They always say, well, what, what happens? That's what happens. You count the money. They always go, Ned's counting the money. Everybody counts the money. They count the money. And even the ones that if I tell them, they go, I'm not. I'm going to show I'm different. They try, but it doesn't work. They take a shower first, and then they count the money. <laughs> they count the money. The next day, especially in Eretz Yisrael, the chosen comes running to his father, Ta, I made 10,000 shekel, I made 20,000 shekel by the chosen. Shlomo Zalman said, I was thinking about the chosen. Who's the chosen going to go to tomorrow morning? Who's the chosen going to go to to say what he made? He's a yosin. I said, I'm staying here. And tomorrow morning, I'm going to find from the chosen how much he made by the chosen. That's from Shlomo Zalman. Gavos from Shlomo Zalman. But I'll tell you the footnote of that story. He's from the, the place today. He's a Nechbal Moed. He the Adam of Shlomizaman. He said, Yandu I was foolish, but I had to gather the gods to ask my shver. It's not Bittl Torah. It's a nice Sadik story. Could put it into the art school storybook. 
It's very good for the book. But the master of Shlomo Zalman is not the... You don't go to the door. You don't go to the stay You stay over there for overnight. And the zikha was korach and bittel ter and bittel this. He said that my shver told me. He said, who has the shlissel of ter? The banishalel. The Rebbeinu has a shlosh lofter. And the Rebbeinu said that we have to be merachim on a yosem. We have to be an avi yisayim just like he's the avi yisayim. He says, you think because I'm doing lots on Hashem, the Ebishtu who has the key of all wisdom is going to hold back from me, Chochman. You think now I'm, I'm going to lose from that? I'm going to get less Torah from that? I want you to know, so this story I'm telling you, matches with another story that I myself heard from Shlomo Zalman. Shlomo Zalman said over, there was a Yid Reb David Baron, all of the old Yakiva Yerushalayim knew him. He was from the old door, the old Yeshiva of Yerushalayim, Mamashei, a one in, one in a million person, a tzaddik, a gon. When he got older, he was a Zoychet HaRichas Yom. He was a Chava with Rebbe Zalman, with all the G'dayla Yerushalayim. He was, he was a, he was a one-in-a-million person. When he got older, he lost his wife. So he moved in to his daughter. She was an Almona. His daughter lived in Shari Chesed. His aidan was Moshe Friedman, also a Chashav Atamul Chacham. He died young. So this, Rev. David Byron, moved to his, to his daughter, the Almona's home. Anyway, so she was a, it was a Gishmak for her. She took care of her father. He gave her a chis. He was like a, he, he learned to, Rav Shlomo Zalman told me that he never saw by him Bittal Torah. If vases to David Baron, vases was Bittal Torah. That's what David Baron says. So David Baron used to be up till like three in the morning. Then he would sleep from three to, to, to five. Then he would wake up Fatog. His daughter used to make him wake up at the same time. He woke up, make him a coffee every day. And then he would walk to, he lived in Shari Ches, that's where she lived. He would walk to the Beis HaKnesos and over there he had a Chavrus Hashaf of Shlomo Zalman said with one of the Choshev HaTamid HaChachom. One day, he was already older, it was, even though the, 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 it was close, it took him a nice 10-15 minutes just to get to, to, to the Grog, a couple of blocks. He gets, he sits down with his Chavrus, and then he goes, Oi! I have to, I have to stop. See? Closes the Gemara. He walks... He walks to back to his apartment. We're back to his daughter's apartment. He comes back. Afterwards, he comes back. It's already time to daven. They lost the chavrusa shaf. So after davening, his chavrusa comes over to me. He says, "Reb David, what was going on? What happened? What was the?" So he said, "I remembered. I always wash out the cup of coffee. After I drink the coffee, I wash out the cup." I remember that I just left a coffee cup like that. So what? He says, so what was going to happen is my daughter, after she makes me the coffee, she goes back to sleep. So she's going to wake up two, three hours later. By then, the coffee is already going to be stuck to the cup. She's not scrubbing the cup. She's an almana. She's an almana. Even if she gets a krechts, it's a krechts of an almona. I don't want to. Can you imagine? So his chavrusa told him, 
חבוי זה טולדם. פרצידורה! כבל איזה ויכו בסימכו. ‫שיש was a, a German town. I'm sure Rabbi Sabbatin can tell us the history. So his Zayde, the Maral Zayde, Rab Chaim, had several sons. Rab Yankif, Rab Helman, and he had a Bechor, Rab Tzahol. So he had three sons. Now they lived in Germany. There was, there was yeshivas, there were places to learn in Germany. But the big yeshiva in that time was in Poland. The Marshal, the big daily Elam, They had the bigger yeshivas were, were, were not in German. All his three sons, Rabbi Tzal, Rabbi Yankif, Rabbi Helman, they all wanted to go to learn in the bigger yeshivas. So he told his sons, listen, Rabbi Tzal was the Bechor, who takes care of him, who helps him. You, I need you should learn locally. Ah, Hashem, I don't want to be but I need you to learn in town. So I can, when I need you, I have you. The younger two boys, we're going to send away. Kahaba! The younger ones went to, to learn in Poland. One went to the Marshal, another went to the Mel. Kavalik! Anyway, when they came back, so they were, like Rabiankiv said, Gishwalan Miklanan. They were swollen with learning. They came back. They were. Rebetzal felt the shtickle wimpy. He learned, he. But he was the guy, the local guy, the, you know, he, he didn't learn by the Marshal. Rav Chaim, his father saw, even though he didn't say anything, his father saw. So his father took out a Mesechus Kedush. He took him to the Sugir, Daflam and Allah from the base. The Gemara says, Avini, the son of Rabavu, he came to bring his father a drink. He came to bring his father a drink. By the time he came, his father fell asleep. So what would you normally do if you brought your father a drink? Okay. But I can't give him the drink. Fine. Yeah. He stood there like this. Just waited. The Gemara says, He got pshat in a posset that he never knew pshat. So Reb Chaim told the son of Reb You did keep it off. You did what you had to do. You learned Torah. You stayed there because I needed you. He says, not only you're not going to lose terror, but you're, you're not safe called out you're not going to lose terror. So what did he have? Repetzal. He had three sons. Four sons, actually. But one of them was the Maral. He had a Reb also. He had a Reb Sinai. And he had the Maral. The Maral came from him. What does that mean? That means we have to always remember the Ebishter, everything is the Ebishter. Our moment is the Ebishter, our life is the Ebishter, and our Torah is the Ebishter. Everything is the Ebishter. We have to be Makabal, what's in Hashem, and then we get everything. Whether it's moment, whether it's health, whether it's even Chochmas HaTorah. You could fool yourself to think, 
I have a better way to get Torah. I can outsmart the Rabbani Shalei. But you're not outsmarting the Rabbani Shalei. The Rabbani Shalei is the And that's what Pashas Mishpatim teaches us. We have to understand. And that's the Zoya of Dogul Galta. Everything is the Rabbani Shalei. And that's Matan Torah. On that we're saying Nasev and Ishma. When Makabal at the Rabbani Shalei, everything comes from Hashem. And I'm telling you, if you live that way, you have a different life. In a different life. Like the Sefer Achenich says, all those things, all Ben Adam Lachavah is that there's no Nasev and Ishma, that this is, everything is Rabbani Shalom. Why do you take revenge from somebody? Look to Yashami, because you hold, he caused you harm. If you believe that whatever you get, you're supposed to get, you have no tightness on that guy. And even if you have tightness, you don't have a, a vengeance. You have a vengeance. The vengeance is, you look at it, he stared you. He stared your life. He took away your panasa. He took away your shidduch. He took away this. That's all because you're not internalizing Lashem Hashem lawyer. You're not internalizing Al-Skum from the Rebbe And that's why Parshas Mishpatim is Sai, the Shlemus of Kabbalah's HaTorah. If you're not ready to be Mechabal Parshas, and the Rebbe told Moshe Rabbeinu, you can't just teach them the halachas. Parashas Mishpatim has to reach a level. I should toss them with name that they're ready to eat it. That they say, I'm a kabbalat. When you make, when you give food on the table, what does it mean, shulchan aruch? You make it appetizing. You, shulchan aruch, a person wants to eat it. Not a person is mukrach to Parashas Mishpatim. person has to look at Parashas Mishpatim and say, this is what's supposed to be. I'll just tell them that Lachas. No, they have to embrace it. That's a whole new matrega. No, it's, it's very, the chaznish is very posh. The, the